Welcome everybody to Car Thoughts episode 49. One more episode until my first official interview with Jake Melton, author of Minimalize to Maximize Your Happiness, Cut the Crap. So I'm super excited for that episode. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. Um, I'm going to have to record a little promo intro to the episode and... um, yeah, so that'll be really super cool. I can't wait to do that. That'll be the first time doing that as well. And uh, yeah, so I mean, a lot of exciting things happening. A lot of things changing. A lot of things growing and evolving. And that's what that's what starting a business should be. You should adapt as you learn stuff, as you improve, as you increase your confidence. You should add to what you're doing. You know, it shouldn't be one of those, like, oh, well, I'm just going to do the same thing I'm always doing, you know, until you've hit your niche, until you've hit what you think you should be uh, doing, you know? There's always room for improvement. Um, You know, I know I don't know everything about podcasting. I'm doing it on a very basic level, um, but at the same time, you know, I'm basically trying to figure out, you know, what works for me, what I want to do, what I want to learn, what I want to achieve, and yeah, so with that being said, you know, I really feel like, you know, the show's growing in ways I never really anticipated it before, and, uh, you know, I'm really enjoying it, you know, I hope you guys are too. The stuff I'm trying to bring you is just stuff that, you know, I think could be potentially helpful and beneficial, you know, to people who are wanting to start their own business, to start doing something for themselves, even if it's nothing more than a side hustle, you know, just start doing something different, you know, change it up, you know, I found so much fulfillment in my life when I started doing this stuff, because I was letting my creative self run free, I was coming up with ideas, I was doing things that were fun and new and interesting, and all in all, you know, it was a great set of experiences, and every day I learn something new. I do something different, you know. I find new ways to come up with ideas that, you know, help people. I write things, different things, you know. I mean, that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast. It's just kind of whatever comes into my mind. And, you know, speaking of that, my wife finally listened to her first episode of my show which happens to be the episode that she inspired with her question about coffee shops and craft coffee versus corporate coffee. So um, she started listening to it. Um, She didn't really give me a feel for whether she liked it or not. Um, But at the same time, you know, I guess she's done with her podcast she's been listening to, which is uh, Small Town Murder and Crime and Sports, uh, which is by Jimmy Wisman and... uh, James Petragallo, I think I pronounced their names right, sorry guys, if you ever listen to this, I apologize if I butchered your names, but, you know, <laughs> they're good, they're very funny podcasts, I've really enjoyed listening to them myself, um, as well, you know, there's a lot of good comedy in there, and they make fun of stupid criminals, so, and stupid sports criminals, so it's, you know, a lot of entertainment value there, but, um, But yeah, so that's what I try and do. And that's what keeps it fresh and fun and unique for me is the fact that I'm doing different things. I'm trying different things. I'm building up my skills and then I'm adding. You know, I'm building then adding, building then adding, like building a house. You know, you're building that foundation. You're building that, you know, 
that wall, you know, you're putting down the bricks, then you're putting the concrete in and filling in the cracks, and then you're putting your layer of concrete, and then you're laying your next row of bricks, and, you know, I'm trying to build that, that house, build that um, place where, you know, I'll have a financial free future from needing to work, you know, and that's, you know, that's not my overall goal. I would still do this even if I wasn't trying to make it a career. The reason I'm trying to make it a career is because I love doing it so much. I love doing this show. I love doing my writing and everything else. And I just would like to do that full time. So I'm chasing after that goal of making that a reality. And that's something that I hope I've kind of instilled in you guys over the previous podcast episodes is go out there and do it. Do it because you love it. Don't just be like, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast because that's what everyone's doing. That's what the cool kids are doing. Find out something that you want to talk about. You know, and usually, like I said, with this one, I would be sitting in the car having these conversations with myself anyway. The only difference is, is I'm actually recording them now. And the conversation is a little bit more like, hey guys, this is what I'm talking about. Instead of, hey David, you know, or just rolling through thoughts, you know, out loud in the car, you know, speaking to myself, going through thoughts that I have. So... You know, I knew that was somewhere where I was creative. I knew that was somewhere where maybe I could have an impact because maybe some people would be interested in what I think about. So that's where the show was born. But you might have something that's really cool that you want to do. Like, um, I had a buddy that I talked to about podcasting, and uh, he went to school for sportscasting. But, you know, it's such a... um, drowning market. There's so many sportscasters out there that there's really not a lot of money in it. Um, unless you're really, really good because, you know, there's so many people out there that do it for next to nothing. I mean, I think like some of the people that do it for local uh, sports teams and even some of our pro sports teams do it on kind of like a voluntary basis. They get like, you know, to, to broadcast the show, they get like 50 bucks or something like that, some ridiculous amount, I think I heard was what, like, the Hornets might pay, um, because they do it kind of like on a, on a voluntary basis or whatever, so, you know, and I think even the Panthers don't pay that much, I want to say maybe it's 150 bucks a a game or something, so definitely not enough to retire on, and, and, you know, he went to school for sports broadcasting in hopes to actually be a professional broadcaster, you know, one of those people who, you know, obviously doesn't need Uh, to have a real job because he's a professional sports broadcaster. You know, you don't need your normal 9-to-5 job when you're doing that, you know. And so, you know, he actually, you know, I recommended that maybe he should start a podcast talking about sports. He's very knowledgeable about it. He knows a lot about sports. He knows broadcasting. And if he actually went to school for broadcasting, he knows how to use his voice for effect and all of those great things, so why not put that out there, and, you know, one thing I told him is, I said, you know, there might be a lot of podcasts about sports, but do something unique, do something that's uniquely you, and, you know, he said, well, that's definitely cool, I'll think about that, so I I really need to come to think of it, I haven't really talked to him that much yet, I need to go back and circle up with him and see if he actually started that, and I apologize, (laughs) I feel so bad now that I'm thinking about it, but I have literally, in the last three months, had over 500 people uh, add me to their connections. I've had 
30 or 40 phone calls, video calls. I've met with people. I've been mentoring people. I've been doing all this stuff. And, you know, I didn't realize how busy it could be. I mean, I, need to, I probably need to actually sit down and get like a day planner or a day journal or something like that where I can write this stuff down and reflect and go back and be like, oh, yeah, okay, on this day, yeah, it's been a week. I need to follow back up with this person. Um, I've been trying to do it all in my head. And I've been doing okay, I guess, you know, but at the same time, it never hurts to improve, right? So that's my goal. So yeah, that's going to be on my shopping list this weekend, day planner or journal or calendar or something. Because I could keep it digital. I really could. But at the same time, sometimes it's just nice to have that stuff written down, you know, I don't have to go grab my phone or if I'm on my phone doing something like a video or whatever, I can flip through the pages, you know. It's there. It's convenient. You know, I don't have to change between apps. It's just right there. And the more I think about it, the more I really think getting an iPad and doing something with, like, Sprint or whatever so I have the unlimited data with no um, no uh, data caps where they, like, throttle you, you know, once you hit a certain amount of gigabytes. Probably be a good idea for recording the show and stuff like that, for for doing all of my stuff, get an iPad with a keyboard uh, case and just delving into that because it's just, it's really a lot and, you know, sometimes I'm switching back to my computer, uh, which with all the overtime I've been working, I've literally, I think I've sat down at my computer for a grand total of maybe 20 minutes this week. Normally I'm on it for hours writing and working on projects and using my uh, editing apps to uh, to write things because um, I'm trying to do better with, with that stuff because, like, for instance, I've been getting asked to write recommendations for people and I want them to be nice. I want them to look professional and be uh, worthy of the caliber of person I'm writing the recommendation for. And so I've got this editing software called Hemingway that I use for my writing. And so I'll write up a recommendation. I'll throw it in Hemingway. I'll fix all the grammatical errors that I can find. I'll fix all the, you know, the overuse of adverbs or verbs or nouns or whatever, you know, all it checks for to make it sound pretty. Work on my run-on sentences, you know, just whatever. And, um... You know, it makes it it makes it a lot easier to do. So, um, but yeah, so I've been working on this recommendation, and I feel so bad because I've told the guy, like, dude, yes, I will write your recommendation, um, but right now I'm really slammed at work and I can't. And I didn't go into the the why of it. I didn't say, well, you know, I can't because I don't feel like I'm good enough to write something for you without using my editing software to help me clean it up to make it pretty. Um, which I could write something. I do write very well, and I wrote for a long time without any of this editing software. But like I said, it's for a professional type of recommendation, and you know, I just want to be nice. You know, I want I want to show them that I put enough thought and care and effort into it that you know that you know, and that's and that they mean a lot to me because I took the time to put that much thought and care and effort into it. You know. And, you know, because I really do. I care about every single, you know, one of you guys, everyone who listens to the show, everyone I know on social media, 
Um, I really do care about you guys because, you know, you're people and I want to see you succeed. I want to see you happy. I want to see you able to do things that you never thought you could do. And like I said, even if it's not something that takes the place of your current profession, but you get that satisfaction that you're not getting in life, that, that whole, that missing piece of your life finally comes into focus and fits and the puzzle is completed. That's what I want for everyone because I believe a lot of the problems in this world, psychologically, physically, I really spread that out, sorry, physically, mentally, I think a lot of those problems that we have are actually a result of us being forced into boxes and it's anxiety and stress that builds up because our body and our mind and our spirit are not free. You know, we're not free. We're confined. We have to be these certain people at work. We have to be the certain person in society. We have to be the certain person. We've got to keep up with the Joneses and, and the Smiths and, you know, the Vanderbilts or the, the Kardashians or whatever it is. You know, we're constantly in this rat race, so we're so stressed out all the time that it manifests both physically, mentally, you know, in our in our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our souls. And so, yeah, I mean, so at the same time, you know, I feel so much better since I've started doing this. And even if it amounts to nothing, which I don't believe that it will, because I'm putting forth a lot of work and effort, and I'm doing a lot to make sure that it is successful. I don't believe for a second, but I'm just saying this as a result to show you guys that even if it didn't go anywhere I would still do it because I feel so much better I feel so much relief and that's kind of one of the things that Jake talks about in the book is by cutting the crap and the clutter out of your life both physically interpersonally uh, mentally you know every aspect of your life it can you know create a positive outcome there's also a really great guy who uh, runs co-runs small business ceo his name's rob howells and he also talks about that he talks about the one billion healthy one billion wealthy um he talks about you know building that environment of health and wealth through gratitude through doing good things through you know, creating an atmosphere of goodness around you that perpetuates itself within you and within those around you. And so, you know, that is what I believe. And that is why I do what I do. I feel like I finally found the thing. You know, I found that, you know, when your high school guidance counselor asks you like, hey, Timmy, why do I always use Timmy? Hi, Timmy, what would you like to be when you grow up? I'd like to be an astronaut. You know, I finally found that thing that is good for my soul to do, and I have this therapeutic output that I can just, like, just tell you guys stuff and, and give you guys information and try and help you, uh, and, and it helps me, you know. Um, one of the things that, that Rob Howes actually said, I was on a call with him, a video call with him, and... Um, this was a couple months ago, and he said, you know, as we lift others, they lift us up. 
He said, you know, we lift each other together. You know, we are stronger together. And, you know, that was just such an amazing thing, you know, to think about is, is you know what, you're absolutely right. Me doing this show and trying to, you know, just share my thoughts and my knowledge and anything that I can share that I think might be of use to you guys you know, is, is hopefully uplifting you guys, but at the same time, it's lifting me up as well and making me feel better and, and filling those, those places, those empty places in my soul that, you know, I always had this like, oh, I'd really like to do something, you know, I'd really like to share with people. I'd really like to be able to teach and to give of myself and to share what I have on my heart to tell the people, but how? And then I stumbled across podcasting. And, you know, the real inspiration for my show, which I don't think I've shared this at all, but the idea where this came from, where I thought, you know what, I could do a podcast and maybe this is be something good for me to do, was actually listening to the Daniel Geffen show. Um, and he is a phenomenal guy. He has a lot of great topics he talks about. Uh, he's been a podcaster for quite a number of years before he started this show and he just goes out there and talks about stuff he just talks about his life he just shares life experiences and what he's going through and what he's doing and just talks to people you know like kind of like I'm talking to you and and by listening to that show I was like you know what this could be it maybe I need to try this maybe this is one of the things I need to add to my repertoire to do you know and so I found out, I started Googling how to do a podcast. I started getting the information together and I just started it. And, and, and the rest, you know, you know the history. If you've listened to all my episodes, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for listening to all of them. But if you have, you know my story. You know the part that leads up to here. But that was the spark. That was me listening to that show. And I think I listened to like five or six episodes of it. And by that time, I was like, you know what? I think I've got something here. I think, you know, this will work. You know, I've got a lot of things I'd like to share with people. Maybe podcasting is the way to do it. You know, it's working for him. You know, I started reading about other similar podcasts. I was like, it's working for these guys. So why not give it a try, you know? And, yeah. So, that's where it all began. That's where it all began in podcasting. And that's where a lot of stuff begins for most people. They see something and they're like, wow, that's really cool. I want to do that. So they go out and try it, you know. I mean, you know, that is how things get started. You you learn from the experience of others. You see things that happen. You're like, wow, that's really cool. I mean, that's how that's how things get really super popular, you know. Uh, and and trends start. Uh, that's how hashtags start. You know, people people are like, wow, you know, I really like this 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 what these people are talking about. I've got something I can contribute to that. You write your little story, you add your, you add the hashtag, and you're like, good, you know, I'm a part now, you know, because you learned it from someone else. And then eventually you get to the point where you're like, you know what, I could do one of these myself, like my upcoming Friday challenge that I'll be posting out um, shortly, probably. Um, you know, it, it's... <sighs> sorry, sorry. 
It's been a long week at work. I apologize, guys. I'm yawning more than normal. But yeah, my upcoming Friday challenge, you know, I started seeing people post these these challenges, you know, like, you know, uh, share 10 tips, share 10 business tips, or read 10 books in 100 days, or all of these different challenges. And I was like, you know what, I'd really like to do a challenge, but what? And so I was just fresh off of reading The Creative Curve, which you guys have heard me talk about quite a bit, because I'm a huge fan of both Alan and the book. He's a really awesome guy. And uh, so, yeah, so I just got done reading it, and I was like, you know what? A lot of people don't tap into that creative spirit that they have. They kind of let it go dormant because they figure, okay, I'm an adult. I've got to do adult things now. You know, I've got kids. I've got a family, you know, or even younger people, you know, that are trying to trying to go out there and be business-minded and stuff. And, and I really think, and I know you guys are probably going to crucify me for this if you haven't already stopped listening to this show for it, but I really think in a lot of ways colleges rob and universities rob children of their creativity because they put them in boxes. They're like, okay, you're going to be a business major. This is what you need to know. You're going to do this. This is what you need to know. When I was growing up, you know, my parents always encouraged me to just do random crazy stuff that, you know, whatever I felt like doing, you know, just go out there and do and be creative. And then when I went to college, I was like, this is it. This isn't very fun at all. Why do so many people like going to college? And then I started thinking about it. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably, you know, the, the parties and the drinking and, you know, all that stuff, you know, because this is kind of lame, you know. And granted, I was a nerd and I was really into computer programming, but, you know, I, re- I was doing it all freelance. I was teaching myself how to program and write code. And when I went to college, I was just like, um, this is boring. I can't do this. <laughs> I was bored in in college, and I was, and it actually basically scared me off from going into a career of computer programming because I was like, if this is what I've been doing this and having fun and writing little programs and scripts and batch files and all this stuff and coding screensavers and if this what I'm learning in college is what real programming is like, what professional programming is like. Yeah, I got no desire to do it, have anything to do with that. And so basically, it turned me off to the idea of being a computer programmer. So whether that was a good thing or a bad thing, we'll see, you know. But I think I would not have made decisions in life and come through the journey I've come through in life and been recording this podcast right now if I did. I would have been on a totally different trajectory. You know, just like if I would have, you know, gotten my parents talked into buying me plane tickets to uh, to Silicon Valley and to, to San Francisco and saying, oh, you know, I'm going to take up that interview with LucasArts and I'm going to be a storyboard writer or, or, or you know, a uh, character uh, story writer or, you know, whatever whatever job they'd give me in the in the writing department. I would have been on a totally different trajectory. You know, I probably would have actually met my wife because that would have been... The, she was working at the movie theater I would have went to in that area. But at the same time, I don't know that I would have ever asked her out for a date because I would have been on a totally different life path. You know, I would have been, you know, a different person as a result. So that's one thing that 
you know, I think is very important to think about is, you know, don't obsess over the past or what you missed out on. Because if you wouldn't have missed out on those things and, and made the choices that you made, you wouldn't be where you are right now in the position you're in right now. You wouldn't have been with the, with the person that you're with right now. You wouldn't have been where you are. You can't change the past, so there's no reason to, to uh, you know, complain about it or to think ill of it. All you can do is influence the present to make a better future for yourself, you know. So regardless of what point you are in your life, whether you're riding the highest high or you're in the lowest low, what you do right now will determine your future, you know. And if you're out there and you you feel like you're at your lowest low, trust me, I have been there. I have. I have literally, you know, been in some really dark places in my life. And it's those things that I look back on now and I'm thankful that I went through them and that I made it to the other side and that I made it to that mountaintop afterwards because it shaped me into the person I am today. Now, was I happy about it? No, I was depressed. I didn't want to be around anybody. I didn't want to be alive anymore. But without those experiences... I wouldn't be the person I am today, for better or worse. I wouldn't have been the person I am today. So I am thankful that I survived those things, that I lived through those things, so I could help others live through those things. And so, you know, that is what life's about. You know, is taking whatever life throws at you, taking the cards that you're dealt, and playing the best possible hand you can and making it to that next game. You know, because people have this mistaken, uh, you know, belief that you, you just got to play the cards you're dealt. But, you know, I'm here to tell you, yeah, you play those cards and you play them to the best of your ability. And then you start another hand, you know, and you play again and you play those cards. I, I don't know who came up with that saying but anybody who's ever played cards, be it at a friend or a family's house or in Vegas or in a world poker championship, there's not just one hand. The game keeps going. So take what you have, work with what you've got, play it to the best of your ability, keep improving, keep working towards, find what you love and chase after it, and then when the next hand comes around, maybe you'll get that ace that you need. You know, maybe you'll get that flush, and things will work out, because that is what life is about. We're all on this planet. All nearly 8 billion of us are on this planet just trying to figure it out. We're all the same. No one has ever been through a circumstance that is completely new that no one else has ever been to. You know? So, if you're out there and you're listening to this, it's going to be okay. You know, the future will work out. You know, there are people around you that love you and care about you. And, you know, if you want to reach out to me, feel free. You know, I'd be more than happy to talk with you.
and I don't even know where all this came from. <laughs> but, you know, I just want to sh- share that because, you know, I've been there. I have literally been there where I felt like there was nothing more valuable in my life than the lack of my life. And, yeah, and I lived through it. I pursued, I persevered, and I would not trade the life I have now for anything. But I had to go through those dark places to see what I could be. You know, I had to be tested in fire to be shown that I could withstand anything to show that I had the resilience and the strength to overcome. And so, you know, with that, you know, I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend. I hope you enjoy the episode tomorrow with my interview with Jake Melton. And I hope you guys have a wonderful, fantastic, and blessed day. So, thank you all again for listening. And uh, Car Thoughts out. Hey everybody, David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.